the water and sink. They had worn odd flip-flops, so the chances of them being reunited in time for the funeral were poor. If you intend to cite a heart attack for every cause of death, I don't really see why we need a coroner at all, comrade. Siri had reached his limit, a limit that floated in a vast, distant atmosphere. After seventy-two years, he'd reached the calmness of an astronaut bobbing about in space. Nobody could recall him losing his temper. Siri was often described as a short-arsed man. His hair, clipped short, was a dazzling white. Where a lot of Lao men had awakened late in life to find, by some miracle, their hair returned to its youthful blackness, Siri had more sensible uses for his allowance than dye. There was nothing fake or added or subtracted about him. He was all himself. He'd never had much success with whiskers, unless you counted eyebrows. Ceres had become so overgrown, it took strangers a while to make out his peculiar eyes. They were the bright green of well-lighted snooker-table felt. He didn't know much about his real parents, but there had been no rumours of aliens in his blood. How he'd ended up with eyes like these, he couldn't explain. Forty minutes into the shared burden tutorial, Judge Heng still hadn't been able to look into those eyes. Of course, Comrade Siri, we have to have a coroner, because revolutionary consciousness is maintained beneath the brilliance of the beam from the socialist lighthouse. But the people have a right to see the lighthouse keeper's clean underwear drying on the rocks. Oh, the boy was a master at coming up with exactly the wrong motto for the right situation. Siri felt sorry for him. His only claim to respect was a Soviet law degree on paper so thin. You could see the wall behind it. He'd been trained rapidly to fill one of the many gaps left by the fleeing upper classes, in a language he didn't really understand. Siri believed a judge should be someone who acquired wisdom layer by layer over a long life, not by guessing the right answers to multiple-choice tests in Russian. Can I go? Siri stood and walked towards the door without waiting for permission. Heng looked at him as if he was lower than dirt. I think we'll need to discuss attitude at our next tutorial. Don't you? Siri resisted making a comment. And, Doctor, why do you suppose the Democratic Republic issues quality black shoes to its government officials free of charge? Siri looked down at his ragged brown sandals. To keep Chinese factories open? We have left the jungle, comrade. Civilized people wear shoes. Do you understand? I believe I do, comrade. But I think if the proletariat are going to kiss my feet, the least I can do is give them a few toes to wrap their lips around. He yanked open the sticky door and left. Siri walked home through the dusty Wianchan streets at the end of a long Friday. His old crippled motorcycle had lain collecting dust for three months. He couldn't afford the new carburetor it needed. He usually kept a cheery smile on his face, but he'd noticed that fewer people returned it these days. The walk took him twenty minutes, just enough time to get the annoying image of Judge Heng out of his mind. Siri was staying in an old French two-story house with a small front garden crammed with vegetables. 
The building needed just about everything. Paint, mortar, uncracked glass, tiles, you name it. But it wasn't likely to get any of them for some time. Salou lurched out from the cabbages like a crocodile and started to howl at Siri. The dog had howled at him and him alone for the entire ten months he'd been there. Nobody could explain what motivated the slovenly creature to pick on the doctor. As it did every day, Salou's eerie wail inspired a chorus of barks and howls the length of the street. Siri could never sneak home unnoticed. Even the staircase betrayed him. Its groans echoed in the bare hallway, and the loose floorboards announced his arrival on the balcony. Neither the front door nor the door to his room was locked. There was no need. Crime had stopped. His apartment was at the rear, overlooking the little hill.